0: Welcome to another episode of Say Something Interesting, the follow-up podcast for East Lake Tri Cities Church in Eastern Washington. My name is Brent. I'm Margo. and we also have a special guest with us today, everybody—the long-awaited and, I must say, beautiful.
1: Oh, thank you. Miss I'm Kylie. Kylie, and I we have actually little have a two five. for one. Yeah, a little we, Clive on yeah, my. Yeah, we got a
0: two for one today. We have little Clive. He is not currently mic'd, although
1: you may he, hear some small human sounds every now and then. <laughs> he
0: is currently under a blanket. Our, you guys don't know this, but our our uh, studio has. Oh, some, they know
2: if they've been listening. <laughs> well, yeah, <if laughs> they're a long-term first listener. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, has some. We call them soundproofing materials. Most people would call them moving blankets from U-Haul. <laughs>
1: it's fancy. <laughs>
0: and uh, she is my wife is currently <laughs> bundled guys, up
1: in so one. It's so cold in here. <laughs> they're not joking when they complain. I sometimes I'm like, oh, enough about how cold it is or how hot it is up in that room. They're not joking. The sweat lodge or the icebox. It just depends on the day. It depends on the
0: season. And so currently my son is wrapped up in one as well. It's probably half. His
1: nose holes aren't covered. Don't worry. It's
0: probably half for warmth and half to muffle any sounds that are currently coming. (laughs) Soundproof.
1: Soundproofing, Yeah.
0: (laughs) uh but so we finished
2: up a series
0: we did we did it we made it all the way through a relationship series guys way to go everybody
2: if you're single like you're like dancing in the parking lot being like <laughs> thank goodness that's Celebrating. It. Like we come back to church again
0: I, <laughs> I, I definitely i've met people who have been like um you know they hear about a series that we're gonna go through and they're like eh, that's not for me i'll be back how, how long did you say the series was and i'll be like <laughs> five weeks back all right, I'll see you see in July. You, in you know, <laughs> yeah, or I'll see you. I'll see you back after that. So I don't know if that's been the case. We're for the Netflix generation.
2: Life. Like we just skip if we're not. Yeah, <laughs> if it's not good. I'm not, right. I'm not
0: opting
1: It's not a
2: series for me, literally. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, uh, but it has been a, a really, hopefully, insightful and fun. I, I think it's been insightful for, for me, and, and it's really challenging for a day like today because you guys get to hear from, like, the source herself
2: dun, dun, as dun. to whether or I not I mean, he's only this... had a couple hours to follow up on his homework, so we have <laughs> to I know. give a little bit of grace. I know, I know.
1: Oh, so, I already said of if my husband is
2: on, I would get probably a failing grade, so— <laughs> We're just going to throw that out there. She's an
0: avid uh, podcast listener as well.
1: I am an avid podcast listener. The second this one drops, I am on it.
0: I can tell because we have shared iTunes accounts. Do you guys do that? You and Matt have shared? No. So like if she listens to a podcast, it'll show up on mine and say, you know, just play. Yeah, and and yeah, exactly. I like can Netflix.
1: Tell. Wait, I didn't play that episode. Yeah, you watched
2: <laughs> before yeah. me. It which, is really funny because is... there are
1: times where I'm like, you listen to this all the way through. It shows that you listen to it all the way. And he's like, he can't hide it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and I uh, this happened as recent as last night. Um, <laughs> I got I listened to the podcast. I've mentioned that before on here. And one of the green lights that Jamie had on the podcast was. A new episode of Queer Eye, um, which is on Netflix. Remember Queer Eye for the straight guy? Yeah. Now it's just Queer Eye because apparently they're not doing all just straight guys anymore. So, but it's it's five <laughs> gay guys who have like fashion advice and life advice and all this stuff. Yeah, kind of. they, they, they come gave and take advice, over. Yeah, it's they good. They
1: revamped it, and I guess it's kind of like this feely. Yeah. Good. Oh, I went like, on and listened after. She's after like, after I, saw I, I and cried
0: twice, and probably should have cried a third time, but I was just dry. It just empty of tears at that point. So, and she she she, had, she said there's like eight new episodes, but there was one of them where. Um, they go and do a Mako extreme Mako or whatever you want to call it for a Christian guy, uh, who's married with like four or five kids and kind of rural rock that dad uh, Atlanta area. <laughs> yeah. And, and he works like two jobs. And so he comes home from one, goes to another one, gets like three hours of sleep a night and poor guy looks like it, you know, one of those kind of faces. And, uh, they do a, like a really, they do some cool stuff, at their house and his wardrobe. And it was just, it was a really good, cool, feel good episode. Um, and anyways, I say all that because last night I'm at the gym after um, church, and I get a text from Kylie, and she goes, <laughs> "You
1: know where it says suggestions for you or recommendations?" Recently watched. <laughs> recently watched. That's she goes, right. to what I recently
0: watched?" And goes, uh, "What? <laughs> please tell me that was you and not London that watched." It's <laughs> like
1: my big big friend Sarah and Duck queer eye (laughs) at least she knew it wasn't like something
0: saucy London is so advanced so I
2: will say I'm just I'm not gonna finish I'll let you guys finish the train of thought but I do share I should share I mooch my cousins have an HBO account and so like it shows you recently watched and sometimes I'm like oh yeah, <laughs> interesting. Right. we'll just leave it at that
1: <laughs> oh that is funny that is so dangerous you can dangerous. actually stop
2: too if someone's watching something you can like mess with them and like hit stop on your phone and they'll oh, be like what funny. so
1: i can mess with them all the way in new hampshire that's one of funny. my favorite things is we share an amazon account with like oh boy i mean oh my gosh eric and gary and chris and margo and amy snyder and not Everybody. Margo.
0: Margo has her own. Oh, just that's to be right. Clear. Margo
1: does have her own. She, Never mind. She's, but, she's nodding,
0: like, I ain't let you gosh, know what I'm buying.
1: <laughs> around the holidays, it is so funny to go on and scroll through, like, recently searched items. You know what everyone's getting for Christmas. You know what everyone's oh, getting totally. for Christmas. Eric one year bought, like, it was like tele, Teletubby toys or something like that. I, yeah. It's well, and wonderful. Gary
0: with all of his.
1: Gary, Yeah. Wrestling uh, stuff. Yeah. Wrestling
0: or <laughs> Japanese anime, these toys or something like that. And you're like, is this. Like you don't have any nephews. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so great. So, <laughs> so much burn going yeah, on. Oh, dude, Easterly it's, it's this pretty, week.
0: It's pretty fun. So yeah. that's always. It's fun. It's kind of
2: helpful that me and Matt don't share one because then like I can get him things without that's him true. knowing. It is this a surprise? And I can also order like hiking sticks. I don't him know knowing. what that's like <laughs> to not
0: have a shared Amazon account or Netflix account or.
2: We don't like, even have the banking account yet. Like that's the next step to yeah. at least have one. Like have our own, but also have. Like a savings account it or something combined, together. Yeah, we're slowly moving into Using that stage in. of life. <laughs>
0: That's Right, slowly adulting. Slowly, <laughs> we adulting,
2: but single adulting and merging two adulting single are very adultings
0: different. is yeah, very time. true. Like you can uh, pay your
2: bills, but you can also
0: it's a bit complicated. A if I could <laughs> right ever offer the get transition us, us uh, transitory to <laughs> phrase to be able to move us into talking about it's cheesy uh week four of it's complicated we talked about first corinthians chapter 13 which prior to we were like setting up this recording thing and Margot said i don't remember if first corinthians 13 was a part of my wedding ceremony <laughs> and and here listen if you'd been married for like eight ten years like i'd be like yeah i mean i don't remember exactly what verses were in ours either but you just went through like how yeah, long have you been married now August.
2: like seven months
0: seven months
2: Okay, part of it was we didn't do a it. rehearsal, so oh, I didn't see the material till it was being read. Yeah. And then the other part is just like, your brain is just whirling.
0: I do remember, like, being up in front of people and it just going really fast. Like, not not even remembering what was said or what was done, but just like, oh, it's over. You mm-hmm. may kiss your bride. I remember choking on the uh, communion. We did communion. And, uh, Kylie, you remember that?
1: Oh, yeah, he... Drink the drink the wine Eat the bread And then he's just hacking, he's like, <coughs> he's just hacking. This seemed like a scene out of Game of Thrones or... <laughs> Yeah It was
0: it was interesting So to say it the is. least
1: You guys I promise our baby is a good baby Oh he's <laughs> great just, just not recently just not right now <laughs> It's true not recently he's, he's had this cold that makes us Sometimes I sing songs about him That are just not not They're super not appropriate, nice. Really,
0: <laughs> do what you gotta do to yeah. stay
1: sane. But yeah, yeah, I don't remember. I
2: I would think it probably was in there at some point, just because the person that officiated the wedding is one of my best friends, and as long like I think we met when we were like ten, and as long as I can remember, she has loved that verse. Yeah. Like that is her yeah. her go to. So I'm sure she threw it in there.
0: So it was really funny because on Sunday, and they may listen to this podcast, I have no idea, but we had, there was a couple in the church there who I d- had done their wedding this last Sunday And they wanted it? They were one oh, of those people who were I like, we definitely don't want it in our ceremony. Oh. And I, I had written it, I had seen them lately start coming to Eastlake, but, um, you know, who cares? They know who they are. and, and uh,
2: Well, like the Song of Solomon one like had its phrase, like, set me as a seal upon your heart. Yeah loves strong as you know that one and then like I have found the one who mine soul loves I'm like Solomon had like a bunch of wives I don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I have found the ones
2: (laughs) yeah I'm like there's some plurality that is missing from this erotic wedding poetry
0: (laughs) Uh, Kylie and I got a uh, postcard in the mail for a a dental office in in Pasco that I don't know if it's just opening up or whatever but it was a dentist and his wife and kids but the wife and the oldest daughter look really similar in age. And I literally handed it to my Kylie and I go, Sister wives? Which one's the wife here? <laughs> she's all, well, it's that one. And I said, is it though? Because the other one has a ring on her left hand. And she's like, well, uh, she could be married to somebody else or something So else. then
1: I hold it up to Grayson and I go, buddy, which one is the mommy? And he goes, I don't know. Lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did call my husband my dad. So he I don't know if he- <laughs>
2: classic yes, Matt is He's a very I mean that's a compliment individual. to the mom though that she looks so right. it could
0: be absolutely it's True. true yeah. oh, Brent's
2: not convinced
0: I'm not convinced that no. there's not something going on that could qualify for a TLC show
1: oh gosh oh you're <laughs> gonna get some emails or HBO Maybe. Big, big love right? yeah
0: big is that what it was yeah uh we should probably dive into message stuff a little more <laughs> yeah uh, Eric's gonna be very angry with us if we don't get into message stuff um but uh so yeah, so we talked to 1 Corinthians 13, we talked about the context of Corinthians, and there was and, and the, the big point of it was, in, in every relationship, not just marriage relationships, by the way, this is work relationships, life relationships, uh, parents to kids, there's going to be a gap between the expectations of here's what I expect from you, and then here's what I actually experience, and in that time frame. And that was the part that I don't know if I qualified until really the third time last night when, I, when we were doing the message for the third time, I really felt like I kind of dwelled on it and, and landed it, so... With experience comes more clarity, probably for me. But I'm not talking about turning your, uh, turning your a head to yeah, turning a blind eye to actual evidence towards the contrary. Um, I'm saying that there is always a time period between what I expect and what I experience, and in that time period, what are you filling the gap with? Are you assuming the best, or are you, or sorry, are you believing the best or assuming the worst uh, between it between that person or whatever? So
2: the self sabotage thing, I think, is. Super true, though. Yes. I've, I've seen time and time again where if you're looking to find something, your brains, your it's like when someone tells you, look in this picture and you're going to see a, a smiley face. Like you're going to find one somewhere just because your brain is looking to find it. So yeah, it does the right. same thing in relationships. I Kyle love that. I oh.
1: never really thought of that as a self-fulfilling prophecy, kind of that um, a lack of trust. Yeah, suspicion is a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. for
0: sure. Uh, Kylie and I w- were talking in this morning, um, at the preschool drop-off thing about assuming the the worst or believing the best about somebody because we recalled, she recalled the story, um, about, well, okay. So here's the context of it, right? we were sitting there at the preschool and, uh, at my dad's church and their, their maintenance guy walked up. His name is Bruce. Bruce, the good news moose is yes. Kylie likes to call him. And he had some beef jerky they had made in his Traeger and he offered me a piece and I started eating it. And she's like beef jerky at nine o'clock in the morning. We are we really doing this?
1: And I said, "There's no wrong time. (laughs) There's no wrong time to eat beef jerky. Uh, Donut,
0: coffee, beef jerky." And and so our friend Matt was there, and and we were laughing about the inappropriate nature of when is appropriate to eat certain foods and when it's not appropriate to eat certain (laughs) foods. And we recalled this time where in
1: college. Remember the movie Passion of the Christ? Like the big. You know, it it's not your typical go buy a bu- bucket of popcorn and and dive in and oh watch them. Oh Yes, it for is for sure. Brent and I go to the theater. He swings off into a gas station, comes out with some sour gummy worms, and like chomps on them throughout <laughs> the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> mm, nothing builds your appetite for sweets like, like, like a crucifixion,
2: like oh the crucifixion gosh. of
0: your Christ. Absolutely. I told you, like my
2: experience with that. There's like an elderly couple. And as we're walking out after the movie, everyone's super somber. Yeah. And he asks her, like, did you like it? And she says, yeah. I just hated the part where he died at the end. <laughs> like, She, like, didn't see it coming. I was like, maybe Aww. she had more going on. Yeah. But I yeah. was just like, yeah. what?
0: <laughs> I hope you're joking. Like, you uh, think Titanic's going to be so then, happy? So that was bad, right? <laughs> Trolley Gummy Worms at The Passion of the Christ is bad. But probably In poor taste. The, the, the one that stands out as the greatest um, point at which... You know, she can choose to believe the best about me or assume the worst is about what well, was when London was being born. Right. So this mm-hmm. was 11 years ago, probably. Right. Ten and a half years ago, something like that. Sonic had just opened up over by the mall and we had a Lamaz class that night. And after work, I they were giving out free food for a grand opening.
2: <laughs> at, and, Sonic. At, at
0: Sonic. At Sonic. <laughs> you. So you're saving all of two dollars. Uh, I went over to Sonic with, pl- in my mind, plenty of time to get that and then head to the Lamas birthing class, right?
1: And at this point, like anything fried, the smell of fried anything made me run and hurl into the closest. Oh. So the story Receptible. goes
0: it's, there's a line out the door, you know, line around the parking lot because it's free Wait. food and people of the Tri Cities can't get past free food for fast food, right? And so it ends up taking me like an hour and 20 minutes to get my Sonic food. So I'm late to our, was it our first birthing
1: class? Probably. It was close. It was, cl-
0: I think it was our first one or our only one. It was a long I one. I just
1: really wanted to make a good first impression. I'm
0: late. She's there with all the gear. Like she's not with me. I told her I'll just have to meet you there because I'm running late. And I first walk child. in yeah. with Sonic, greasy, smelly, fried food. Every
1: mom in that place is staring oh, at him like, are you serious right now?
0: Glaring at me. I'm sitting I there dart. eating my curly fries mm-hmm. and and they're just looking at me going, are you you would you'd bring that in here like I'm already sick to my stomach and uh, I, don't, I think you maybe assumed the worst. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that and then it was justified because, <laughs> and then <it> was justified. <laughs> because he showed up. I with was waiting the for a redemption dude. like
1: yeah. and then I whipped out I her wi- favorite milkshake no, but no, no there was no, no redemption. Walked back out to the car and ate it uh, yeah. with the no, fumes no, to just, myself. No, I
0: just finished no, it he there.
1: just jumped right in. But so. I saved
0: us like $4. So,
1: you know, I'm so thankful for that even still.
0: <laughs> Thanks for uh, $4 saving about me. <laughs> She's like, "I'm sure he's uh, you know, helping some old lady across the street or doing something nice. That's why, probably why he's late." no he's someone needed to hear about jesus and that is
2: why
1: right absolutely there we go um but i yesterday this is a huge point for Brent and i just to be transparent in our own marriage i have the easiest time i feel like in all other avenues of like my relationships giving someone else the benefit of the doubt like oh they're probably late because their kid probably slammed their hand in the car door or whatever. I don't know. I like make up excuses for them on their behalf. That sounds
0: very violent. <laughs> Let's go. With...
1: But I, yeah, um, I don't know.
0: Something nicer. Anyways. Nicer. Something
1: nicer probably happened. <laughs> um, but for Brent, that has been a struggle for me for a long time to, it's not always like I'm not making excuses on his behalf. I'm making excuses on my behalf. Like he's probably late because like he probably is just like way more people milking the, Parking lot. He always talks about how he parks in oh, the yeah. oh, like you're kind of shooting yourself in the <laughs> like foot. He's probably just on the phone with okay? Ryan or reading a book or finishing
0: a homecoming podcast. Finishing, in the finishing
1: a homecoming <laughs> podcast, and um, and so that really hit home for me yesterday. Just realizing, I mean, over the course of twelve and a half years, I think I'm hoping that I've gotten um maybe a little bit better at giving you the benefit of the doubt, but. We get a good reminder all the time to be like, if I can do this for everybody else, the person that I love the most in the world, why am I doing it in the opposite direction for him? Well, uh,
0: I for one am really glad that you caught it because I was laying it on pretty
1: thick. <laughs> Thought so. I was like, oh, oh, gosh. he knows I'm going on the podcast. Gosh, he, <laughs> <to, laughs> he has to drop a heavy one. Right. Yeah, no. I know.
2: Like, I struggle. Like, um, I'm talking to my friends because I have a couple friends that got married around the same time I did. And I always say the most surprising thing about marriage is, at least for me, my experience has been, you think that you're a pretty good person and then you get married and you're like, wow, I am way more selfish than I ever thought. Yes. I am way more like self-focused. I right. like I am oblivious to the needs of others. And I thought I was this empathetic person. Right. So, like, I know that's probably one of the most surprising things I'd say about marriage. So it's it's continually checking yourself and not falling into, like emotional laziness or like for just sure. numbing yourself and continually giving grace right. to the people that you're around the most and people that matter. Right.
0: Well, since you confessed, I feel like I should probably say something too. <laughs> Otherwise it's <an> imbalanced, right? <laughs> like I feel like, um, you know, you, you try and give yourself the benefit of the doubt or, or uh, you feel like we're pretty good at this. But then when I look at the pattern by which, um, so I, I used the illustration on, on Sunday about going out to get your prescription and come back, which <laughs> yes, was so legitimate did, thing happen that the happened on before. Saturday. They, and
1: my insurance has me down as a male for some reason. So it ended up being like this oh, gosh. 55 minute. Because Kylie is such a masculine yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he. Clive literally is screaming, and he's not. We're not really to bottle stage yet, like as much as we would like to be. I mean, I've tried it a couple times. He just won't take him. Yeah, and so it's not like I literally can't do anything. So that's that feeling of
2: just borrow our little kids' headphone covers for loud noises. There we go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Set him in the yeah.
1: corner. Walk away. Um,
0: and so uh, she comes in the door, and I can. I know that I have a problem of assuming the worst sometimes because. Um, sometimes she'll come through the door and immediately like want to explain herself like quickly, like not, you know, like, I'm so sorry. I was a about- like, Oh yeah. Walgreens <laughs> are stacked up and they, they think I'm a male, you know, or uh, <laughs> whatever. And, and I'm sitting there trying to be like, Oh, it's, it's fine. Like, yeah, he cried a lot, but um, that's just life. Like I'm okay with, I'm okay with it. But I can tell based on her immediate reaction or need to like say something that I probably have a history of, assuming the worst or being like, where were you? What, what, how long does it take to get pickup pills? Is the drive through. You know what I mean? Um, so not that I did it yesterday. I didn't respond in that way yesterday, but I probably have had a track record enough so that it's like, I've trained her to come in and be like,
2: people experience let me explain that. Myself. Like if you work in a toxic work environment, and your right. boss is always yelling at you for things that you always like, if something is late or not, you're always like, go, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, yes. <laughs> There's <laughs> always
0: kinda, a reason. Kind of like right? a
2: PTSD of like, yeah. I right. know that you're thinking the worst about me. So let me try to get ahead of this before something happens. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's something I feel like we all experience, no matter if you're in a marriage situation or not. Right. And just and learning admire. how to, you know that it feels unpleasant to always be on the defensive. So how about we just be more gracious? Absolutely.
1: Like it. it. (laughs) Another point that uh, you touched on just quickly was envy in marriage. I liked how you went through um, verse by verse and kind of explained each one of the, how, how it applied in the context of marriage or actually just relationships in general. You did a good job, but I loved how, I think envy sometimes is one of those difficult things for us to wrap our minds around. Like, how is it different than jealousy or coveting or whatever? And, um, the fact that you said it's similar to, uh, well, you just gave the example of if someone is loves being the center of attention and is really, really good at it. Say your husband's so good at being work in the room and you don't necessarily have the personality for that. You don't want that, but you, it drives you nuts that he is good at that and you want him to, um, You Yeah, you want him to take a back seat. Not that you want the front seat and to be driving, but it just rubs you the wrong way that they have something that you don't. And it's not even that you want that thing. And I yeah, that's so dangerous in marriage or in any relationship in general.
0: Yeah, we classify envy a lot of times as I want what you have. But sometimes envy is simply as simple as I don't want you to have what you have because I don't have it either. Right. And I know that we can't both have it. We
2: can't both be the center of the party. Like when you can't help Clive uh, out because he's hungry. Right. <laughs> Envy
1: yeah. 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 Charlie's gifting. But you don't want that gifting. <laughs> I don't want that gifting. The gift of mm, lactation.
0: Right. <laughs> we watched Meet the Fockers the other night. Oh, so, yeah.
1: Oh No, we watched Meet the Parents. Meet the Fockers oh, yeah, we'll yeah, you're sometime. Right.
0: Meet, the, but the, meet whole, the parents.
1: Oh, my yeah. gosh. Milking a cat.
0: They just kind of milked it from its little... <laughs>
2: And that girl, like, random fact, the fiancé passed away from pneumonia at, Uh, like, age 37 or something. What? Random fact of the day.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: I guess I haven't seen her in anything else. It was a while ago. Huh. She was very young. That's terrible. Yeah. I remember. I'm like, that's her only thing. I'm like,
1: what a movie. What a (laughs) a way to go out, I guess.
2: (laughs) She had so much potential. (laughs)
0: so who's in Meet the Fockers is it somebody different
2: no she like made because those in movies all... are pretty close together oh okay so right. right. shortly after oh yeah you said that. she okay. was like
1: 37 or something so probably yeah right after crazy Fockers. <laughs> mm.
2: so I, I thought um yeah I like that you go verse by verse just because especially with the popular verses we can just buzz right over them and I've heard mm-hmm. always pe- like even like the advice you get like put your put your spouse's name or put your own name like Margot is patient margo is kind and be like are you these things like you hear that this advice (laughs) over and over again
0: (laughs) what (laughs) church did you go to i'm interested you've never heard that i heard that from
2: like several different churches Uh. several like it's a good self-check or if you're dating someone you're like he's the one you would be like i know he's not gonna be perfect but go through and if most of these aren't correct
1: (laughs) that's awesome
2: (laughs) <laughs> uh, so I've heard that, but I like, I like any time that we dig in and take each, cause there's so many things he lists out, uh, that we can just group it into love is love and right. not really go in. But I thought one that, um, kind of goes with the envy was pride, which we didn't really have a chance to talk about, but I know pride is super challenging in relationships. Like I talked about when you get married and you think that you're like, Oh, I'm a decent person. Like, manage to snag a man, and then you're like, Oh wow, like I have a lot that your I athlete. still need to work on. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, just being humble, like, which you talked about as well, like, humility in relationships goes so far. Like, it's a painful process to not put yourself down, but put yourself, like, submit mutual submission. Right. Um, but what comes from that is so much greater than the uncomfortableness of maybe foregoing.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know that's what I've loved so much about this series is really, it's not, I mean, it does sound like so much self-sacrifice and it is, it really, really is. But if you really think about it and plug yourself into those positions, really, you're the one who's enjoying life more. If you're not yeah. living it's like in going suspicion, to the gym. if you're not, yeah, <laughs> right.
2: it's awful to go to the gym and do cardio, but the more you go, the easier it is and the more enjoyment and the more benefit you get from it. It's right. Like most good or things so, in or life. Or so we've heard. Yes. <laughs> Sources say. But well, that's what they say. That's what they
1: tell us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but it's true. Like, especially when you're first starting out and you've gotten out of the practice of practicing being humble and assuming the best. Like, if you're not in that practice, it can be really uncomfortable and mm-hmm. really, exo- like, mentally exhausting to be like, all right, am I doing this? I need to check myself. But the more you do it, the more it becomes a lifestyle and. Mm -hmm. that becomes your reaction instead of a a negative reaction. So Mm -hmm. something definitely does try to cultivate for.
0: Yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, we start a brand new series next week called Who Is This Man? Margo and I actually tag team in this one. Uh, It's going to be a three-part series. I'm doing one, she's doing one, and then I'll be back to finish it off. um, Leading up to Easter series on Jesus because you know sure
2: it could have been any man but we figured Jesus is a good one to go we with we figured here's Probably what we're gonna do to start
0: we're just gonna throw up random mug shots of people
2: <laughs> Who, have you who've been seen arrested and Who recently man? and be like who's this man we need to show the we, office clip with Dwight like where they oh, the he,
0: oh and he looks in the mirror oh and it's gosh. done done that is one of our intro videos absolutely perfect <laughs> um but uh before we leave today it is our it is time for our something interesting something that we found interesting something we've read watched or experienced or are looking forward to that just is different than that has nothing to do with the message necessarily but just in our life margie you want to go first i'll go second kylie you want to go third you want to sure. go
2: second awesome all right so i found mine and it's not Odd or creepy? It's just fascinating. So a nice, refreshing change for Margot's oh, portion of the different. podcast.
1: <laughs> wow! <laughs> I always love the your kids, The kids This is <laughs> road to
0: positivity here with Margo kiddo
2: friendly. Uh, so I found out about an interesting animal called the bullet shrimp. Have you ever heard of the bullet shrimp? Sounds delicious, no. but no. I, <laughs> I don't know. They didn't mention <laughs> taste, but the bullet shrimp is a fascinating sea animal. Uh, I just have some facts about the bullet shrimp. For one thing what it does is it has like a cannon basically on its arm it's a claw but when they click its like thumb to its hand it releases a blast of bubbles that's so what? loud that it registers at 210 decibels no. to put that in perspective a gunshot is 150 decibels wow and the blast of the bubbles is 210 so that will either stun a fish just from the noise of it or it could kill them completely just because it's so loud. Other things that come from this blast, the initial temperature of those bubbles coming out is 8,000 degrees Fahrenheit, which is equivalent to the surface of the sun. Where do these shrimp live? <laughs> In the ocean. I'm like amazed that the ocean is not evaporating. No with kidding. One, right, with all what these bullet all the shrimp bullet blasting their bubbles. Just go,
0: all right, we're going to all shoot on three. They're taking over the world. One, two, three. Exactly. <laughs> Beware the Take bullet the shrimp.
2: Uh, so because of how loud this shot is that they release, they're known as the second loudest animal on Earth only after the sperm whale. Uh, and if more than one bullet shrimp is clicking away at once, it can throw off submarine sonar. Like, these guys that is wild. be how have we not heard
1: of these guys? Uh,
2: and they're known because of, like, how deadly and how extreme that claw is. They're considered the most powerful animal in the world in terms of per pound to the amount of damage that they could do. Because I'm sure they're only, like, two ounces. Right. But they can fire a blast. And the bubbles travel at 150 feet per second. So... My These word. guys are kind of the Wild West Cowboys of the ocean. No kidding. And in case you're wondering, well, what happens if the claw gets ripped off? Good news. They grow back. It grows back. They grow back on the other side. So they are ambidextrous. Oh, so then they have one gun... claw on one side. Yes, just one. Oh, And so if that one gets torn off, the other claw will turn into one. So they're like gunslingers of the ocean. The bullet shrimp friends. If you have a kid that needs to do an animal project, Fantastic. you're welcome.
0: That's impressive bullet shrimp i'm currently watching a youtube video in slow motion of a pistol shrimp they call it a pistol shrimp a on this pistol one. bullet um and uh, uh wow
2: it doesn't look super fascinating
1: but when you hear those statistics well this yeah. is in slow-mo
0: so okay. everything's more fascinating in slow-mo
1: <laughs> that is wonderful well babe i'll go next because okay. you are i'm, yours I'm is enthralled gonna, right now <laughs> and yes he is he's actually watching this video and he's going to go out with a bang with his something interesting, I'm sure. Oh, bang. <laughs> um, my something interesting is inspired by a question that London asked us this week. I think actually where driving babies home. Come from? From, <laughs> yeah, where yeah. do babies come from? So we Not covered yet. that. Um, so we were driving home, and the moon was beautiful. And she goes, Mom, where is the flag that they put on the moon when Armstrong landed on the moon? And I was like, that is a great question. I have no idea. So I took my little astro physicist brain put my thinking to work and decided um, they, the Earth was in the background, so sure, I'm handing the little squealer off to Margo. Thanks, Margo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, uh, it's somewhere on the face where we can see it. See the man in the moon? It's somewhere around there because the moon doesn't rotate on an axis. Obviously, it just kind of orbits the Earth and is facing the same direction all the time. Anyway, so later I did some research and there are actually... Six flags that were, like, posted on the moon, some by little rovers and whatever else. Um, And the LRO camera, the Lunar something orbiter camera, actually has caught photo evidence of five of them still standing. They can see, like, the shadow of the flag and um, see it move as it orbits and whatever else, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, considering there's, it's like unfiltered UV rays pointing at them all the time. They are all white now. They're not stars and stripes anymore or anything. But so five out of six are still standing. The one that is that did not survive is actually the one that um, Armstrong uh, poked into the ground. They stuck it in too close to the spacecraft. And so Buzz actually in an interview uh, said that when they like lifted off to meet back up with the other module. It blasted, <laughs> blasted the heck <laughs> out of that flag, just obliterated it. <laughs> so uh, I didn't have the heart to tell London it that it is no longer in existence. But um yeah, there are five white flags floating around. Uh, floating around just uh kind of stuck Stationed. in the ground. Stationed. Is
2: in there them. any other
1: flags but an American flag up there? I read an American article, so it did not. I don't think anybody else that. has landed,
0: right? I think Russia called it off after we landed.
1: Did they? Yeah, I think well, it was well, the flags are white, so they could claim it if they yeah, wanted right? to. Yeah, right. I'm sure they're gonna
0: go up there with a sharpie marker and <laughs> draw three stripes. That in was there. a good
1: question. I'll have to. And the article that I read, I didn't. I did cross reference it. It's true, but the article I read is a couple years old, so I don't know if all five of them are still standing. It was. 2015 or whatever.
0: You better be careful. The, this say something the audience. I know. I don't want to get check caught. check your facts. I know. Uh, well, Eric already knows this, but uh, <laughs> this weekend is uh, the select, it's my favorite hour of television all year long, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Kylie knows this because I I am a college basketball nut. I It's my favorite sport. It's a, above the NFL. I love the NFL. I love baseball. I can't wait for baseball to start, but college basketball for me is my jam. I love Saturdays, sitting up on my couch and just watching game after game after game after game. And
1: uh, He always it, claims March is his favorite month of the entire year. You guys, we don't have a single child that was birthed in March. <laughs> he wasn't birthed in March. If you do the math, none of our kids were made in March. Yeah. It is literally college basketball. is.
0: We weren't married in March. Your birthday is not in March. My,
1: nothing is in March other than We didn't March start dating Madness. in
0: March. The no. only thing that March offers me is lots of college basketball, and so this week, this is the week of conference tournaments, which means there's going to be a ton of basketball on this week. Uh, the my Gonzaga Bulldogs play tonight, and then hopefully they win that, and then they play in the conference championship tomorrow, uh, and then. But it all culminates with a really special, incredible selection show on Sunday at two o'clock. It's always I haven't looked this year, but I'm sure it's at two o'clock. It always is at two o'clock, um, and it's on CBS, and it's when. All of the teams figure out which teams make the, the big March Madness tournament and which ones don't. And if they don't, Margo, their season is over. I mean, they may get invited to the NIT or the CBI, but for some of these teams, they're sitting there waiting and it's like heartbreak when they don't. Uh, and then, but the joy and, and the ecstatic energy when they do and they always have cameras on the teams they're usually in their home gym surrounded by all their fans or sometimes they'll be at some at like the coach's home with all the families around them and just to watch Um, these guys who have put so much for some of them, four or five year seniors, six year seniors, you know, something like that. Uh, they put so much energy into all of this. And then the payoff of being on the bubble, not sure if we're going to make it and to hear their name read and figure out who they're going to get beat by in the first round. I mean, it's, it's funny to watch and it's, it's like the most entertaining for me, uh, hour of television ever. I love it so much. And so This is coming into my favorite season. Uh, We also do the whole Vegas trip. I've I've talked about that before. We go to Vegas for opening weekend of March Madness. A week from today. A week from today we leave. So I'll record the podcast and then I drop it (laughs) and be like, "Peace, I'm out." Um, And uh, so, anyways, it's just super fun. So I'm really excited about life right now. If I if I sound excited, it's because I am. March Madness is almost upon us. That kind of
2: reminds me. My mom uh, and my sister were very involved in cheerleading growing up. So we had a rival school. Our school, high school, was Merrimack Valley, and our rival school was Merrimack. <gasps> and we were both co so, like, big time, cheerleading. This was state championship level. And when they announced the winners, they said, and the winner is Merrimack. And Merrimack <sighs> jumped up Pause. screaming, and no. then no. Valley. Oh, snap. <laughs> we have it on VHS tape. Take that. It was, so pretty, great. VHS. it was pretty rough. Yeah,
0: that is that is rough. That is absolutely rough. Uh, so I anticipate that we will do an East Lake uh, March Madness bracket, um, and I know that we will, and I will get that information out to you on Monday next week so that you can join me. And as much as I know about college basketball, I never win these things. Just so you know, um, I I probably know more than most people in the brackets that I play with, and yet somebody's like, oh. I like the yellow jackets. That seems like a really good mascot. Right? It's
1: always the random. And then pickers they win, win. like
0: good grief. Georgia tech sucks. Unbiased. Why are we picking them? So anyways, uh, be looking for that. We'd love to have you be a part of that. So you can have a uh, little bragging rights over me and whoever else joins us. So thanks Clive for making it happen, dude. Yes. You did great buddy. You're, you're free to go I wanted his
1: voice to be heard. Bye. Thanks
0: for being here, babe. Love you. Yeah, love and, you. Uh, thanks, guys. For thanks for listening me. to the podcast and the series. We will be back next week with a brand new one. Who is this man? Have a great week, everybody. See you later.